The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Hey, this is Ramon Ray of Smart Hustle Media, and you are tuned into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Learn about the topics that you want to learn about. That's the great thing about being a host. You can pick the topics. So, you know, if there are things that I really want to learn about, I will go out of my way to find those guests that know about that topic. And I will go and I'll just reach out to them and say, hey, can you present here? Because I personally selfishly want to learn about that. And if I want to learn about it, probably other people do as well. Hey, this is Adam, the host of Dream Chasers. And now it's time for a little ad. In past episodes, we've done a little ad for Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. And I've just found that ad to not be as personal as I would like it to be. So I just want to let anyone listening right now know if you're looking to improve your capital raising skills, whether it's in the world of real estate, business acquisition, nonprofit organizations, I mean, you name it, go to raisemasters.com and dive in. I just got back from a trip to Austin, Texas, where we were hanging out with 40 of our 100 members. And I got to be honest, it was an experience unlike any other that I've had before, literally unifying with people who are all on the same mission, same journey, heading the same direction. And it's just cool, you know, thanks to our great leader, Hunter Thompson. It's really cool to be able to now deliver the tools that he and I have created and put together to individuals who are looking to simply level up their game when it comes to raising money. And you could be someone who's getting ready to raise your first half million dollars. You could be someone who's raised $500 million. There's still so many fundamental key takeaways and nuances in the curriculum that we've seen for ourselves work at all different levels of raising money. Anyways, I want to encourage you one more time to go to raisemasters.com. If you're already a member, go ahead and log in and dive back into the content. And two, if you don't know what we're talking about here, just click that button there. It says register for upcoming webinar. Would love to kind of run you through what exactly we've got going on here because it's been a lot of fun building this thing and we're just getting started. So one more time, raisemasters.com. And also thank you for listening to Dream Chasers Interviews with the Future. It's time for the episode. Jeremy, my amazing producer, take it away. This is Dream Chasers, episode 183, featuring the next level webinar, seven ways to launch a meetup that people crave. Hey guys, hi grandma. This is Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Welcome to an exclusive next level webinar seven ways to launch a meetup that people crave. I'm your host, Adam Carswell, joined by my amazing co-host, Fletcher Wheaton. Today, we're entering the mind of Yona Weiss. We've got a great, as we always like to say, next level backstory on this one for you guys today. But before that, Fletcher, Yona, in that order, you know, how are you feeling today and what are you looking forward to learning? What's going on, everybody? I'm really excited about this one because Yona has been able to have a meetup consistently having people, a lot of people, and he can literally do it on any topic now. And there's a lot of value in that. And it's something I want to start doing too. So I got the, uh, the pen and the pad out. I'm going to be taking notes and, and really looking forward to getting into the, the mind of the, the master networker here, Yona. <laughs> uh, that's great. How about you, Yona? Any, uh, just uh, general feelings coming into today's presentation. You know, I'm excited. This is it's it's funny because I present so frequently on cost segregation, and I'll talk on podcasts about you know whatever. But I love being the host of a meetup because you can bring any subject, you can get anything to talk about, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. But I never really framed it, and it kind of went into my own psychology and had to actually brainstorm and put it down on paper and on some slides to figure out how it is that I do what I do. Right? Like, <laughs> where, where did that come from to host this meetup and, and get this? And so I'm really excited to actually be sharing some of what goes into how to launch a successful meetup and, you know, how to get people to keep coming back. Yeah. 
you're right too. You guys, Yona, um, I've, we've known each other now for probably at least like the, the past three years. And he's always been a super connector. I mean, the phrase adding value is, you know, kind of becoming a little bit cliche, but someone like Yoda shows you how to do it <laughs> on a daily basis, has brought so many people together. If you're not connected with him on LinkedIn yet, or I mean, Yona, I remember when you were LinkedIn only, right? Now you're on Instagram. Now you're yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he kind of mastered that LinkedIn sector and then branched out and then again has mastered this meetup space where there's so many great people that I've met through Yona's network. And so, yeah, definitely... Looking forward to learning about it today. And also, um, I had the the privilege and honor of speaking at your meetup a couple of weeks ago. And that helped me do the same thing because I realized I hadn't put together like an organized presentation on how to create next level webinars. So we helped each other out both <laughs> in a great way. So here we go, guys. Today's webinar is sponsored. Fletcher, you're going to like this one. Today's webinar is sponsored by Cabo Key Real Estate. Cabo Key Real Estate helps their buyers find the right properties in Mexico through the power of education. For more information, you can visit cabokey.com. That's C-A-B-O, Cabo, key, K-E-Y.com. We're also sponsored by Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. For more information on Raise Masters, you can simply go to raisemasters.com and click apply. And here we go. Thank you too. Of course, we got to always get these thank yous in here. Thank you to our production team, Rena Guerrero, Aaron Eiler, probably a few others out there that I'm not thinking off the top of my head. Thank you guys so much for making sure this presentation comes together today. Uh, Fletcher, of course, thank you for all the hard work you put into making this happen today as well. And uh, yeah, if you're with us live, hello, and thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us, your time. Let's get that chat box warmed up a little bit more. I saw a few comments there. I see we're on Facebook, we got some people joining us as well. Just type in your name, uh, where you're tuned in from. We'd love to uh, start interacting with you guys. And then also feel free if you're on Facebook, you can hop into the main Zoom room, the main session here with us if you so choose. And if you want to just hang out on Facebook, just make sure you drop a little hashtag next level there as you're watching along with us. And if you're tuning in on the Dream Chasers platform for the replay, be sure to drop a five-star rating there. Really appreciate it. There also should be a link to the replay in the show notes on Dream Chasers as well. So... We've kind of made this clear already, but guys, you're going to get a lot, a ton of value today from Mr. Weiss. Uh, please get those notepads ready. As Fletcher said, you know, exit out of all other distractions as we make our way through this webinar. You're really going to get an opportunity to learn a lot today, especially if you're someone who's been thinking about launching a meetup or even, you know, you could even call it a mastermind. It's a similar concept and it's something that's new. It's hot. It's trending, but not a lot of people know how to master it like Yona. So here we go. I know I've been talking a lot, so I'll just leave it with a quick nugget here. And then, Yona, I'll have you fill in the blanks. Fletcher, you as well. But as I mentioned, Yona and I connected about three years ago. It was through LinkedIn. I think I had him on my show. Since then, I remember back then, Yona didn't have a podcast, but had been on like 200 podcasts or something crazy like that. And he's just been a genuine, authentic, value-first type of guy. I know he's a dad too, and he loves his kids and his family and... uh you just can't say enough good things about Yona White. So if this is your first time seeing him or hearing about him, trust me, his name will continue to pop up in your feed, whether it's on LinkedIn, Facebook, or now Instagram. Yona, I'll give you an opportunity to kind of fill in the blanks there. And then Fletcher, I'm sure you've got, got some commentary for us as well. So yeah, Fletcher, you have any commentary? Anything to add to that? You know, while we're, eulogi <laughs> while we're eulogizing, uh, I'll, I'll turn the floor to you. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm ready to get rolling here, Yona. So let's, uh, awesome. let's get right into it. Awesome. Really excited let's to dive in. Yeah, really excited to to be joining you, Adam. Uh, it's been a pleasure, you know, following your journey also and and participating. And you've helped me a tremendous amount along the way as well. So just want to give a shout out to you and show a lot of gratitude to you know to keep continued connection. One of these days we'll actually meet in person. Where, you know, one it's of coming. these days, it's coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd love to just uh, share. I made a little bit of a, a presentation here, but I can't figure out. I couldn't figure out a way to do it. So I used Canva to create this. Interesting. Um, okay because I don't really know how to use a PowerPoint or anything like that. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> old school. And so I ended up you know, trying to get someone on Fiverr to do it. it. Didn't work out. So I just figured I'd do it myself. I had this great template that I used for Jerome's uh, meetup a, a few months back. So my name is Yona Weiss. If you don't know me by now, I highly recommend you know, connect. And I actually do recognize almost everyone in the, uh, that's on the Zoom. Uh, the name. So I'm glad to see all of you. If you do have questions at any point, please feel free to ask. 
I'm just going to share some things. So I started an online virtual meetup. It's called the Real Estate Connections Virtual Meetup close to a year ago. So it really basically happened because of the pandemic, you know, it was around. And I love going to in-person conferences, in-person meetups whenever I can. And obviously that was not feasible anymore, right? They closed down the shelter in place, et cetera. But the need was still there, right? We all wanted to meet up. We all wanted to uh, connect with more people. Now, I never had an in-person meetup that I started, but this, everything that I'm going to share today really does apply as well to an in-person meetup, okay? This does not have to be a virtual meetup like I created and like many others have as well, or like Adam said, if it's a mastermind, same idea, same principles will apply. And essentially what happened was it literally just came to me one day. I saw someone else have a virtual meetup and apparently they had an in-person meetup. And because of the shelter in place, because of the lockdown about a year ago, they transitioned that they wanted to still have their monthly meetup. What do they do? They just put it on Zoom. And what that did was it also opened it up to a lot more people because it was no longer local. Obviously, once you put it on Zoom, you put it online, anyone is really welcome, can really open up networking opportunities across the country or even the world. So I literally just attended one Zoom meetup and the next day I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. And that's exactly what I did. But there are a few things you have to really think about to how to make it happen. So what we're going to talk about today is first things, getting over excuses, right? We all have excuses why not to do things. But, and then how are you going to make it happen and really be good at it is finding a niche or a gap, something that's missing in your market that you can actually fill that gap. Creating a name is really important. It has a lot to do with that. I mean, I created something called Weiss Advice. That's my podcast. All he has is very catchy. It's, you know, play on words with whys and whatever. But engaging with your network, we're going to talk about all these things, the consistency. And really, I'm giving away all the seven things right now. But if you pay attention throughout, there's actually a few more consistency, creating real relationships, building a community and the content. And there are a lot of benefits that going into it, but essentially what it's all about is just doing it, like just jumping in. So let's first start with the excuses, okay? Because we all have excuses and there's no shortage of excuses. And so this can apply to, like I said, an in-person meetup. And that's probably one of the best things you can do. If you have an opportunity to create an in-person meetup, I would highly recommend you doing that as well. I have never done it, so I'm not really one to talk, but I have attended many um, in different locations around the country and it is a great opportunity. So firstly, let's start with these excuses, which are all garbage by the way, but we all have them and I personally have them as well. So first thing is, I don't know anything about hosting an event. Okay, I've never done it before. What do I do? It doesn't matter. I never hosted an event before either, before I just jumped in. Okay. So let's just throw it out the window. I don't have a venue. Okay. If you want to do an in-person event, obviously you need a venue. I don't have a venue. Also an excuse. You can put it out there. You can find something. It's no biggie. Um, you know, I'm not from here. Like I don't really know enough people, right? Or, you know, if this is going to apply to an online, I don't know very many people who would come. Like who's going to actually going to come to my event? Who's going to come to my virtual meetup or my in-person meetup? Or you think I'm not even qualified to host this. Like I'm a newbie. Like let's say you want to do a real estate meetup, which is what, what I'm doing. Or you want to have a meetup in any other industry. I think real estate meetups are great because people want to network and networking is really what it's all about. Opportunities come from networking. But if you're a newbie, you don't actually own property or you don't invest, whatever, but you want to learn about it, that's probably actually a really good position to be in to start a meetup. Why? As we'll see shortly, it puts you in an awesome position because you become the expert, okay? You become the connector. You're going to become the one that people are going to turn to. And at the same time, you're going to learn along the way and network with people along the way so much more. So let's just get over these excuses. These are all things that are holding us back. If you want to start a meetup, I'm going to tell you some great ways to go about doing it. And But at the end of the day, you just have to do it. You just have to jump in like I did. I went to a meetup. The next day I said, I'm going to do this. And the next day I literally created a Facebook group. I literally you know, just created this. And I emailed, uh, called, whatever, a bunch of uh, people that I knew that would be great speakers and just reached out to them. So that's going to be an obstacle as well for you. Who are you going to have to come to speak at it? We're going to talk about all of this. Okay. So I mentioned before filling a gap. Okay. So I, this is uh, just a screenshot of one of the meetups I did recently. I think this was where Rod Khalif over here in the top corner, he was the host. You can have anyone you want, but and you see Hirsch actually put a comment. That's great. I got the screenshot of the comment also over here from Hirsch. Actually, <laughs> for a second there, I thought he was commenting that on our meetup right now. Like I didn't remember that I, that I uh, on this. I thought he was coming here. Anyways, figure out what there is a need in your area. So if you want to do a real estate meetup, 
Like I said, that's a great um, topic. If you see, you know, maybe there's no real estate meetup in your area, or maybe there is one, but it meets, you know, the third Tuesday of every month, but there are people that can't make Tuesday. So maybe do Friday or maybe do Saturday, whatever it's going to be, figure out something, or maybe it's going to be something very much more niche oriented. Okay. Yes. Not number one, people are available at different times. So creating something that is, you know, not competing with an existing meetup, check it out, do a little market research, right? Check out what other things exist out there. But also besides filling the gap, find out if there's a niche of something, if there's a need for this, if no one else is doing something that you want to be doing, bring people together to discuss certain topics. It can be educational. It could just be a mastermind. It can be just people bring people together, period. Doesn't have to necessarily have the educational component to it as I do. And as many do like, like this, but it certainly has a lot of benefit by having that educational component to it. So for example, someone just reached out to me, they are, uh, in a certain profession, okay? And they want to create a real estate meetup for people of that same profession. That is a perfect example of a niche that needs to be filled. So if you know, you're an IT professional, you want to create a real estate meetup for IT professionals that doesn't necessarily exist there. That's a great niche because now you're bringing people who have similar background to you Okay. Or if you know, it's people doesn't necessarily have to be the locality that is the common ground. It could be something, you know, that you enjoy. Maybe you just want to, you know, talk about, uh, have a chess meetup, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. Find that common ground and then use that to, uh, fill that gap. Okay. And the next thing we're going to talk about is, well, whoa, where to start? How do you start? Like once you decide, like I did, I just decided I'm going to do this. So now what do you do? Need to do? Well, first you need to create a name. Okay. And name has a lot to do with branding. So I wouldn't I wouldn't overthink it, but I also wouldn't um, keep it too lightly. Meaning you want to make sure that it's going to stick. And you also want to make sure that people are going to, people are going to remember it, but it should not be too complicated. If you can create an acronym, that's always, you know, the best. If it's something local, you know, obviously use something local, especially because on the next thing, creating an event page, especially with like, you know, things like Facebook or LinkedIn or bigger pockets, especially if you create an event page and that obviously that's going back to real estate, you can use keywords. And so if you are in, you know, I don't know, Charlotte, North Carolina, and you want to create a meetup in Charlotte, you know, I would use those keywords so that anyone who's searching Charlotte might be able to find it. Obviously, they they actually on bigger pockets make it easy for people to find local meetups. They have a whole section there and you can actually do it uh, according to geography. Like you can search for a meetup in the, you know, in 25 mile radius or 50 mile radius or five mile radius, whatever it's going to be. And so you can post that one time or you can post it every week, every month, whatever it is. So these are great things. So the first thing is create a name, figure out something, what it is, establish that. Create an event page, like I said, these are all free, right? I'm not talking about Facebook ads. I'm talking about all organic free content, okay? Facebook, LinkedIn, bigger pockets. Uh, meetup.com does cost a little bit. I have never used it, but um, I've heard good things about it as well. It does integrate with some email and things like that you can track. So there are advantages to doing that. You can do it online or in-person events. And then the third thing is obviously seek your target audience right? Remember the topics that you present are going to bring a different crowd. So if you are, and I'm just always going back to real estate because that's something that I relate to a lot. I know a lot about, and I know a lot of meetups around that area. And so if you want to learn real estate, that's a great way to do it. But if you're going to be focusing on certain topics, you're going to attract different people. So for example, if you want to talk about, you know, have it targeting wholesaling or, uh, you know, being an agent or things like that, or single family fix and flips, you're going to attract a whole different crowd you know, from if you were going to be talking about commercial real estate, you're talking about multifamily syndications, talking about, um, you know, things like that of that nature, you're obviously going to be drawing a different crowd. So I would think that through, like, who are those people that you want to come? Who are those people that you want to create that community with? Okay. And think about that. Obviously, you're always going to attract people that are going to come for whatever reason. And so there's always uh, the exceptions. But again, you want to have that main focus, that main core to bring those like-minded people that you believe we'll get the most out of it and will be attractive for the reasons that you want to put it together in the first place. And again, you have to figure out why you want to do it in the first place. I think there's a lot of benefits we're going to talk about at the end. Okay. You got to stick around till the end, to the last slide to figure out what those benefits are going to be by doing this. But there, I believe me, there are tremendous, incredible benefits from doing this. So the second thing is how to go about and get the message across. Once you have decided that you're going to make a meetup and you're going to start it, whether it is in person or whether it is online. And I'm going to focus a little bit more on the line, be online because uh, virtual, because that's what I do. Okay. I have a virtual meetup. That's what I can talk about because um, again, it's something that, that I do, um, but share strategically. Okay. And we talked a little bit with uh, Fletcher. We had a little uh, promo video. I don't know if anyone saw that. If you saw the promo video, 
I want you to put in the chat right now. I just want to make sure you're paying attention still. Put in the chat a number one if you saw the promo video and number two if you did not see the promo video that Fletcher and I did. So go to the chat, number one, if you saw the promo video, number two, if you did not see that promo video. Um, but Rena obviously saw it because she posted it. Uh, but Fletcher and I talked about one of the things uh, about not just blasting it on social media. Obviously using social media is great, but that's not the most strategic way. And I actually learned this over time and I'll show you a couple things, what I've done. And one of the best things to do when using social media is, social media in general is social, okay? It's called social media for a reason. It's not necessarily a place to advertise, okay? So if you wanna put out like an event advertisement, even if it has a little blurb, even if it has a nice graphic, even if it has a nice little video like we made, it's not necessarily going to attract a lot of people to it unless you frame it in the right way and unless you make people engage with it. And so how do you make people engage with, or at least not make, but encourage people to engage with content? Because it's social. You want people to engage with your content for two reasons. Number one, you want to have that communication between people. You know that they're paying attention. But number two, um, on many platforms, especially Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, especially, the algorithm wants people to engage with it. The more people engage with that post, the more it will be seen by other people. It will spread to more people. So by just putting a link in there and say, click this link, what do you think people are going to do when you say, click this link? Adam, you want to you say, what, what's going to happen if you just put a link in there and say, you want to join the meetup? Click this link. If you just drop the link with no context? No, you give a context. You say, this is a great meetup. We're going to have Yona Weiss. And he's going to talk about seven you know, ways to create a, a meetup, et cetera. And here's the link if you want to join. Got it. Yeah, they what? click the link. And in a perfect world, every time that link is clicked, they enter their information and then you see them at the time of the event. Okay, excellent. So that's likely what's going to happen, but that post is not going to be seen by a lot of people. Why? Because they may not even like the post or they may not even comment on the post, which means it's going to be seen by less people. There's less engagement there. So a strategic way to do that would be to encourage people to engage with the post in order to get the link. Okay, but just by clicking that link, you may get some people will click it. But that's what will happen. They'll click that and they'll leave and they're gone and you won't even know it. Okay. So I'm talking about there's other ways, obviously word of mouth. I talked over here, email list. These are great ways to share, but let's talk about social media for a second. Here is an example of something I did literally yesterday. So you can see that uh, on my Wednesday night meetup. So you can see that this, I just put this together, uh, finished putting this together at least yesterday or today. Here's a post I did. Okay. Yesterday, who wants to learn about short-term rentals with Luke Carl from the short-term shop tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern? Raise your hand. See that? I didn't put a link. And what happened? 55 comments, two shares. Okay. Now in the past, I have tried this out and I've said, you know, Hey, put a link over here. If anyone wants to join, here's the link. How many comments? I don't have a, a screenshot to share with you like that. How do you think how many people uh, comments and how many share much, much, much less? I mean, I've done this hundreds of times dozens of times I've seen the results from this. And this is a great, this was a, you know, a good result, right? Why? Because you're forcing people to engage. When you force people to engage or not force, again, again, encourage people to engage, it's going to be seen by more people. The algorithm pushes it out more and more and more and more. So it's going to show up in the feed because other people are engaging with that post. Someone just clicks the link. That's not telling Facebook to show this post to anyone else. In fact, it's probably going to do the opposite because they don't want you to click links and leave the platform. They want you to stay on there. So this is a great tool. I highly encourage anyone who wants to share about a meetup. So what would I say? So someone comments below, I would like to join. So I'll comment back. You know, sometimes I'll comment with a question because that will, again, encourage more engagement on that post. So I'll say, would you like me to send you the link? Question mark. And so they have to reply, right? Or sometimes they'll just say, I will DM you the link. And sometimes they'll say, thank you. Again, there's a lot of back and forth here. And I highly encourage, again, social media is social. It takes a little time to engage, but we'll get you more views and more attendees. So this is a great strategy. I highly encourage anyone. Uh, I hope you're taking notes because this is really, really good. So another great way to do it is word of mouth. And so if you have a great meetup, other people will share about it. And I highly encourage everyone at the end of my meetup to take a screenshot, all right, of everyone. So you see here, Kenneth did this, took a screenshot and then shared on LinkedIn. If other people share this, right, then 
you will get more views. You will get more people intrigued about it, want people to find out about it, and people coming back to it, okay? I encourage people, take a screenshot, please share this, tell other people about this if you think it's good. And if they really do have a good time and they're enjoying it, of course they're gonna wanna come back. Of course they're gonna wanna tell other people to come back because it's really valuable. You're bringing good content, you're bringing good, there's good networking, there's great people, et cetera. So you're gonna get people to come back. So again, I encourage people make the screenshot, share it. Ken said another great meetup, great networking afterwards. And he just shared this. So if people already are comfortable with sharing on social media, then they will feel fine and they will actually uh, feel good. It gives them another piece of content. We're always trying to figure out what kind of content, how do you come up with content? What should I do? This is a great thing. Just take a screenshot now, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be this page, but during this meetup, something that you found interesting from one of these slides, if there are gonna be any more uh, you know, after this, I have seven more slides to go. If you find something, take a screenshot and here's great content. Say, I just had this you know, presentation from Yona Weiss at Adam Carswell's Next Level Meetup Mastermind this is great. Check it out. And there you not only have a piece of content, okay, you've helped others by um, telling them about this meetup where you're learning great information and you're, you know, telling other people, that's great. They're going to be learning more. They're going to be taking themselves to the next level through that. And number three, you're helping the host because you're helping them bring more people to it. So again, this is great. It's always fun. Always uh, right. What's a meetup without a picture? Cause Jefferson likes to take pictures every time. And then he took a picture of one of the slides that was shared as well. Right. Melanie, she's a networking, you know, she said always a highlight of the week. You know, you want to get people to enjoy it coming each week uh, or every month, whatever it's going to be, whatever, how often, how frequent your meetup is going to be. Again, whether in person or online, if it's in person, encourage people to take pictures and share those pictures, okay? If you take pictures, share that on social media and tag those people who were there with those pictures because again, that will get the word out. Oh, I never knew that uh, Yona had a meetup. Oh, what do you, how do you like that? So then that just gets the word out. I never knew Adam Carswell had a next level meetup. That's great. I'm going to check it out next week, okay? The most important thing I would say is once you choose a time, okay, stick with it, okay? You're going to say Wednesday night, 7 p.m., that's what I do. I pick that time. I had people come to me and say 7 p.m. is a really hard time, okay? I have little kids. I can't make it. Sorry, I'm picking a time. I know it's not going to be great for everyone. I do have the recording every time. We'll happily share it with you. If you can make it, that's great. There are always going to be people that can make it, people that can't make it. But pick something, stick with it, okay? as you see over the, the chart over here, right? Results, consistency over time is going off the charts, okay? Pick a time, stick with it. We're creatures of habit. We're creatures of consistency. So if something we know, it's on the calendar every Wednesday, 7 p.m., that's going to stick with you. You're going to make sure to show up. You're going to make sure to put that on your calendar, okay? So this is something I highly, highly, highly encourage. Do not flip around. Do not try out different times. Okay. Maybe at first you might try out like say, okay, I'm going to try it one week, um, you know, Monday, the second week, Tuesday, the third week, you're going to lose people that way. Right. Yes. You may get some people come at a different time. You may get some people come at a different time. Pick a date, time, stick with it, whether it's going to be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever it's going to be. And you will see, again, the consistency, it's much more likely people will show up because they know exactly when it's going to be. You know, it's a no brainer. Okay, so what, what are we doing when we're having these meetups? Um, the main thing, really, it's all about to me is really creating relationships with people. Okay, that's really what this is all about. It's not necessarily, obviously, we wanna, we wanna share great content, but essentially, what this is about is creating these relationships. How do you do that? You share your journey, you share part of it. Every week at the meetup, just like you did, Adam, you introduce yourself, you talked about what's going on in your life right now. Just get to know, people get to know you through that. Okay, so make it the again, we're gotta, all gotta incorporate the story anytime you get any chance you get. Exactly, exactly. Incorporate the story and make sure people are, you know, know who you are and what's going on with you, right? You want to share with what you're going through because again, that will open it up to everyone. Um, I would highly recommend greeting people as they come in. So I know you have your webinars, right, Adam? But uh, but still, you can you can call people out, especially if someone writes a comment in the chat, right? Call out their name, right? Say their name, say thank you, you know, for coming. Especially new people. I get new people coming to my meetup every time. I'm guilty of this. I don't necessarily, right, make the time to uh, to greet everyone, right? You know, thank God it's, it's become big. We get like, you know, 30, 40, 50, sometimes up to 100 people coming each week. I can't necessarily take one-on-one. -on -one. But what I will do, okay, and this is something that as a host, you should you know, take notes here. Uh, again, this is specifically for uh, 
if it's in person, obviously go up to people <laughs> one by one. There's nothing comparable to that. But if it's online, what you can do as the host and what I like to do is while the presenter is presenting, okay, I'll take time. I'll go through the people, the attendees, and I'll just direct message them a, a, a line like, thanks for coming. And you'll recognize that. Not to everyone necessarily, but especially someone who you actually um, notice this is the first time that they're here, okay? Or if it's someone that hasn't been there for a while and you know that they've, they've missed you know, a couple of months or whatever, Great to see you back here. It's just, you know, again, this is all about relationships, all about people. These are, these are simple like networking tricks. Uh, I, I don't want to say tricks. That's, that's the bad word, the wrong word to use. But these are networking, you know, techniques to make the most out of, you know, creating these relationships. And so one really great uh, thing. Networking secrets. Networking secrets. Yeah. One of the great things that, that we do a lot of times we have, um, if you have enough time, obviously we do the breakout rooms at the end, which is a lot of fun. Obviously, if it's in person, make sure there's a lot of time for networking, enough time, whether before the presenter, after the presenter, but if it's online, use the Zoom breakout rooms. It's an incredible feature. People like it. And we actually have an after party. So, you know, not everyone wants to stay for the breakout rooms all the time. There may be like, you know, breakout rooms, like three, four people. There might be like 15, 20 people left and we'll just all hang out on the Zoom together. And it creates this camaraderie among people, I mean, some people, they want to go on and on and on. I just leave all, I, if I'm the host, I'll make someone else the host and just take off. I have to leave. I can't stick around forever, but you guys want to stay on the Zoom. If I leave, the whole thing closed down. I'll make someone else the host and just, uh, you know, continue at it. And networking is great, especially nowadays. There hasn't been a lot in person. We crave that. We want to get back into it. So you want to make people feel welcome, thank people. Um, and a great way to do that is obviously if you have an email list, right? Thanks for coming. I don't know if everyone's going to read the email, but on social media, right? Online, create a, you know, share that screenshot the next day or the next week, or whatever. Say we had this great meetup, tag people, et cetera. It's a great way again, to just share that community feeling um, with everyone else that's there. And again, this is really all about building a community. People feel good. People actually want to come and, and go to a place where everyone knows your name, right? That's, I don't know if anyone gets the reference over there. If you do get the reference, put in the chat box. I might be just aging myself right now. But uh, uh, so you got it. So cheers. Yeah, everyone knows your name. You go to a place, feels like a community. They're going to want to keep coming back. They're going to invite their friends and tell people. And, you know, whether or not the topic of the speaker is really the best, they'll, they'll still come for the networking. You know, and I highly encourage people, don't just, you know, if you can't make it for the speaker, you just want to come there and, you know, go for it. You don't have to come, you know, from the beginning to end. It's sometimes a lot of time uh, to spend. So again, a great thing to do. And really, that's what this is all about, for me at least. Um, so now, the, probably one of the most important things, value-added content, okay? And there's a lot of ways to go about doing this. I'm going to speak specifically about real estate for a minute because that's what I do. Uh, you want to find speakers that, number one, you want to develop a relationship with yourself. So I personally have invited friends of mine. I've invited a lot of my clients. Uh, thank God I have a huge clientele base uh, you know, of hundreds and hundreds of of people who are professionals in the real estate, have a lot of experience and can share a lot. Of, and everyone likes to speak, right? Everyone likes to uh, get themselves out there. And you know, those who have the time and make the time, I invite them to come and share some of their expertise, some of their knowledge on a variety of different topics. If you can't find a speaker, teach whatever you know, right? Again, this also gives you the experience to learn something new. You learn along the way, okay? And the other thing is, right? If you don't know what kind of topics, Ask everyone, say, hey guys, what do you want to learn about? We'll find a speaker who's going to be good at that, okay? You know, maybe someone in the group wants to present. Say, hey, anyone here have a topic that they feel comfortable sharing with? It also empowers other people, makes it, again, feel like the community. It's harder to just share uh, to a webinar that's going to the public of people you don't know. It's much easier to share among a group of friends. And again, if these are people that were all coming back week after week, you feel comfortable. It's you're getting over that. Sure, you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, but it's much easier once you've established that community and that feeling of, of friendship. Um, but again, learn about the topics that you want to learn about. That's the great thing about being a host. You can pick the topics. So you know, if there are things that I really want to learn about, I will go out of my way to find those guests that know about that topic. And I will go and I'll just reach out to them and say, hey, can you present here? Because I personally selfishly want to learn about that. And if I want to learn about it, probably other people do as well. So that's another great way to do it. Again, it's going to be difficult to find those guests. So I don't remember if I made a slide about finding the guests themselves. If I didn't, I will touch upon that right afterwards because that is something that a lot of people struggle with. Well, I don't know anyone. Like who, who am I going to know? I did give you some 
things here. If you have people that you know in the industry, if you know people that are on social media, if you've listened to a podcast or, or whatever, you can reach out to them and say, hey, I listened, I heard you on so-and-so's podcast. Would you like to join me on my meetup um, or, or come, et cetera? So these are great ways to do it. Again, you can ask people from the group to present as well. There are many different ways to go about doing that. Or tell people from the group, ask people from the group, do you know anyone? Can you make an introduction? Can you, you know, ask them to come and present? So again, you have a lot of resources, use them. Um, if you want to reach out to me and, and you know, ask me, say, hey, Yona, do you know anyone who can speak about, uh, I don't know, you know, setting up tax forms or whatever? I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, I know a lot of people that can do that. So I, I can recommend someone. Again, reach out, use your network. Uh, so here, let's talk about some of the benefits of having the meetup. And these, there are many of them, but these are like the biggest ones that I could think of. Okay. The first one is you become the guy, right? The gal. Okay. You have a real estate meetup. Everyone that's coming to your meetup and you're bringing these speakers, you're bringing these experts. When they're going to think about anything relating to real estate, they're going to think of you because you've created that space. You've brought people together. They're going to go to you. That allows you to become a connector. You know, if someone's coming to you and they say, hey, can you introduce me to, to that speaker that you brought over there? Yeah, you're connecting people. Do you know anyone that does, uh, you know, so-and-so, I need a, a cleaner, I need insurance, whatever it is, they're going to come to you first because you provide, especially if the people who are coming to your meetup are people that are coming to learn like you do, and they may not necessarily have a lot of experience, like you may not have had a lot of experience also. And so by kind of being that one step ahead of those behind you or those, um, you know, who are coming you become that person, okay? And again, the great thing about doing this is you can learn along the way. You learn a tremendous amount. And because you're there every single week, not everyone's gonna come back every single week, but you're there every single week. Hopefully you're paying attention as the host uh, to all of the speakers. You're gonna learn a tremendous amount and gonna be learning about what you wanna learn about. And so that's another great tool of having a podcast as well. But specifically with the meetup, it's a lot more... Um, personable. You have other people there as well. You have question and answers going on live a lot of times. So that's something that, uh, you know, I want to make sure you don't overlook all of these benefits. I mean, it's really huge. You, and the biggest thing I would say is you build trust and credibility. When you are out there bringing people together, you're out there, people are coming to your meetup. You have someone like, wow, I can't believe you had, you know, Rod Khalif or whatever it is, you know, Brian Burke. We had, how did you get them to come? You're building trust. You're building credibility. People are coming to know you as an expert, even if you never started out as being one. So again, these are ways to kind of skip the process a little bit and um, skip the learning curve, et cetera. So um, that's pretty much all I have here. I have, uh, you know, here my contact information. I would say connect people offline also. So if you do have a virtual meetup, right, make sure to go out there and meet those people that you met online as well. And uh, that's me and Jerome Myers. If you want to connect with me on any of the social platforms, whether it's LinkedIn or BizFluence, you guys know what BizFluence is? That's a new, uh, a new one out there. No, that, that's your buddy, uh, Joel. My buddy, Joel, started a new platform. It's great. Instagram, Facebook, you know what that is. Um, and I believe that we just put the virtual real estate meetup in the, uh, in the chat box. If anyone wants to register to come for any of those, we've got great speakers every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. And the last note I would just say is, this is a great quote I found, that the best marketing doesn't feel like marketing. Boom. Mic drop quote right there. It's true. Thank you, Yona. All right, guys, time for the fun and games. I mean, that was definitely some fun and games there too. <laughs> I was taking notes. Fletcher, I know you said you're hammering away over there too. And we had, uh, had some great interaction even over here on Facebook too, guys. If you're with us on Facebook, feel free to hop over into the main Zoom room because we're going to do Q&A for about like the next 10 minutes. And then after that, we're going to end the recording, but then go into live breakout sessions. As Yona like, like to say, the uh, the after party is yeah. starting in about 10 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, one thing that hit really hard for me, Yona, you just had that very, it's such a simple graph, right? Like the most simple things stand out sometimes, but you had the consistency and results. And there was another word in there, but basically with that exponential growth of just showing up at the same time mm -hmm. over and over again is the secret to so many things, especially a meetup. So I like that a lot. And then so um, go ahead and get it over. Guys, make sure you start filling up the Q&A box as well for Yona because we're, we're going to get to those questions and, and hand it over to Fletcher here in a second. But I guess I want to leave you with this one, Yona, to spark it off. At what point did you start realizing that this was compounding and snowballing? Because a lot of people, I think, get into it. And after like two or three months, they got three people showing up. They just quit. When did you realize like, wow, this is working? So... It's kind of an unfair question uh, <laughs> I wanna, because I really started off with a bang. And uh, I think 
it was kind of jumping on the opportunity, right? Obviously we had all been pent up for a month at that point or six weeks with not, no one's going anywhere. No one for the foreseeable future is going to be going to conferences. It was a perfect opportunity to start that. So I had a, a huge amount of interest uh, the first time around. I made sure from the beginning to like book like six to eight weeks in advance, like really top people that I knew. Like I reached out to like the best people that I knew in the multifamily, you know, space so that I would make sure like to get people excited from the beginning. And I didn't mention this before, but that's another great tool. Get those um, things booked in advance. Well, in advance, you can share with people. They're going to be excited about the future events as well. So for me, it's actually just been the consistent. It never really snowballed. It really just it started off. I wouldn't say it plateaued or anything like that. It's still growing because we're always getting new people every single week, sometimes more, sometimes less. But I think it's not about the numbers whatsoever. It's just about being consistent and creating those uh, deeper relationships. Fantastic. Fletcher. Thank you, uh, Yona. I really liked, well, first of all, I really liked that quote at the end. You know, for me, marketing too is a lot of like experimentation for each individual. Right. But, uh, I like that the best marketing doesn't even feel like marketing. I really like how it seemed, you know, a lot of people that would start out, the, the first thing they're going to be is like, I need to have like the quality. The, and obviously you need that, but it's, it's funny as you're going through that presentation, it's almost literally like half of it's marketing and and building that tribe and having people take the screenshots and all that. So that's very interesting. My question is, honestly, it's a little bit off, but off the topic of doing the meetups online. But I'm just curious, would you ever take these in person, Yona? Or is this something where you found so much value online where you can have everybody from all over to do it? So would you ever do this in person? I, I think I would have. I've toyed with the idea. I've actually spoken with um, you know someone local over here. So I'm in Israel, in Jerusalem, right? So, but there's plenty of people out here that invest in real estate or interested in real estate. I've spoken with a, a good friend of mine out here who does real estate full-time investing. And we've toyed with the idea. It's much easier to do it online, I found. You don't need a venue, number one. The timing is is you know, obviously different, but you open it up to a lot more people. Obviously the in-person event, I certainly would consider doing that and uh, and have toy with it. In fact, right before the pandemic last year, we were about to like go, <laughs> we, were, we were in the planning stages of like starting it. And then obviously that fizzled out. Yeah. Yeah. The hybrid approach is, uh, is becoming very, well, obviously for, <laughs> for reasons that we're aware of is becoming very popular. And I think it, it'll continue to snowball for the next few years. So that's a good one. Fletcher, sorry. I think I, I might've cut you off. Were you saying something else? No, I mean, that, that's a good answer. I, I think there's a lot of value in doing like the, the in-person. I was just curious because you've gotten so much momentum. You know, and I, I've heard somebody share like on LinkedIn that through the pandemic, they've actually met a lot more people on LinkedIn and things like that than they would have like going to a conference and meeting like maybe two, two people at every conference, you know, that you're really kind of staying in contact to. So I was just curious if it's become so valuable to have that virtual model as opposed to the in-person yeah, I would you know highly agree that the the online presence. I've certainly met a lot more people online, but um, you know the value in the in person is kind of hard to compare. All right, so we got a, a question coming in from someone who I know. I, I think I've met Mark originally at one of your meetups, Yona, and he's uh, he's been to a lot of next level webinars as well. And so it's a great question: Who officially coined that phrase, the after party for these meetups? I actually have no idea. <laughs> um, I don't know who coined it. We, I thought it was Aaron. I, I, it, be Aaron. it could be Aaron. Yeah, I don't know. Aaron going is the, I definitely did not coin that phrase, uh, but I kind of just go along with it. So. Yeah. So we are going to have a little after party here now. Maybe we'll start calling it here on, on next level webinars, but in about five minutes, we're going to wind it down and then go to some breakout groups so you guys can really get a chance to, to interact with Yona. But in, in his meetup, the way it works is you have the main presentation, You'll do what, you know, maybe like two or three breakout room sessions. And then after yeah, that. I've experimented with different things. Recently, I found works the best. We do about two or three, seven to 10 minute breakout rooms from like three to four people in a group. And, you know, sometimes it's good like to have a really longer one, get to have much longer conversations. But I found that over time, just experimenting, people like to meet more people. And sometimes people might feel stuck. And so they, they want, don't want to spend too much time. Obviously, the point is to continue the conversation afterwards. I highly encourage everyone to like put their, their LinkedIn you know, profile links there so that everyone can connect with each other afterwards. Yeah, breakout groups are uh, 
very valuable. I'm happy Zoom created them. <laughs> I've seen them work. And yeah, so many key takeaways when you just, when you get put in a room of like two or three people instead of a room of 40 or whatever, the opportunity to really make some valuable relationships is created in that moment. So here we go, guys. I know, uh, like I said, time's winding down here. I know we got some questions hanging out there. Hit us with the questions. I, I got another one. If nobody else is stepping up. Go ahead, Fletch. <laughs> Yona, I know you got the podcast and like, it's crazy, man. It felt like you just launched that. And I think you're in like triple digits already. It's like crazy. But um, do you ever have like a great podcast guest? And then you're like, whoa, this would actually be somebody good for the webinar. And if you do, is there like you know, a couple of days or nobody's going to be like, Hey, Yona, you just did a, a podcast on that. And now like three days later, you're going to do the meetup on it. Right. Do you kind of blend the two? I do. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I try to have them cross over as much as possible. So absolutely. I've had, you know, probably, I don't know the exact numbers, but a lot of the people who have been on my podcast have also been presenters at the meetup and vice versa. Not necessarily one is first or the other's first, but I mean, for the podcast in general and for the meetup as well, pretty much everyone that has been a guest on my podcast and everyone that's been a guest on my meetup are people that I know already. So I'm not reaching out randomly to coldly to people. It has happened a couple of times. You know, someone suggested to me, you know, this person would be great. And, you know, I'll, I'll have a quick conversation with them first just to make sure. But otherwise, I think that's the advantage of if you already have a great network or a great following or engaged audience, that's the advantage of, of bringing it to a different venue, a different level, you know, whether it's from a podcast or whether it's that meetup, right? Bringing everyone who, you know, who's already engaged with you to give them opportunities to engage further on different, uh, different planes. What have been, what have been your thoughts on, like, you know, it's a free meetup that you do every week and it's getting to a level where if you did for whatever, like in, in some way, shape or form, want to monetize it, I'm sure you could. Because again, you've got, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think you could guess what, between 30 to 70 people showing up on a weekly basis. I guess, what would be your advice to someone who might want to, again, turn it into more of a mastermind format and start charging for it? I know, again, you're not doing that, but I'm sure you've got some insight on that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't even thought about it. Um, There's definitely the element that can be done. It just has not really crossed my mind. I think I just think differently about these kind of things. I I rarely think in terms of monetization or money. I honestly believe that the um, there there is a lot of truth to the fact that if people pay to show up, they're going to get more out of it, Um, and it kind of shows a level of seriousness. But at the same time, I want it to be open to anyone and everyone. And I don't know. It's just me. Like I I feel like the actual just putting it out there and allowing it. to be kind of organic, whoever wants to come will, will come and without feeling like obligated. Well said, well said. And guys, we're, I keep bugging Yona that he's got to write a book too with his massive uh, email list. I'm, I'm sure someone on there will buy that book. But uh, uh, Fletcher, got any, any other questions here before we wind it down? I got a ton out of that, Yona. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, really start trying to get, you know, and that's why I was asking too, because right now kind of with the pandemic lifting a little bit, I think the in-person people are kind of craving that right now, but I got a, I got a ton out of that. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being here. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us today, your time at this next level webinar, seven ways to launch a meetup that people crave featuring Yona Weiss. If you found value in today's message and you're with us on the replay, be sure to click that thumbs up button, give us a like, uh, share the content, subscribe as well. We really appreciate it. And that also really helps with the future performance of other Next Level webinars so we can bring on more high-profile guests just like Yona. Remember, guys, you can visit Yona. We've got all your links, I know, in the comments here. I'm looking on Facebook, maybe on in Zoom one more time. Rena and Aaron help us out, get Yona's links in there. Yona, what's your preferred way again? Would it be LinkedIn? Probably, yeah, probably LinkedIn. You can always go to my website, yonawice.com, but LinkedIn's definitely the best place. Nice. And then so uh, closing remarks, final remarks. We'll start with Fletcher and then back over to Yona. Fletch, what do, you, what do you got for us today? Yeah, no, I mean, really, honestly, I, I really like that, that quote to like the best marketing doesn't even feel like marketing. And, you know, and that was just further proven by when you asked Yona about monetizing it. I really like his meetups because you can have somebody who's in college or, you know, almost like high school, you know, where they're just coming to learn all the way up to, you know, Jim Morales at, at Grant Cardone, you know. So it's very fun to watch Yona and see him grow this. And um, 
that's given me some actionable stuff today where I can actually implement this for a meetup if I want to start one. Yeah, well said. And then, yeah, Yona, on your end, any, any closing remarks for us? What's the yeah. wise advice? <laughs> you know, I, I hope that all of this has been wise advice, but I, I want to just kind of close with the fact that be fluid, you know, like things change over time, kind of go with the flow. And I, I like I like the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm really open. Like I don't have anything kind of set in stone. Like obviously I had the meetup, but I like to, you know, see where it goes. Like I'm never the kind of person like, it has to be this and it has to be this and whatever. I just like to, to see where it goes. So looking forward to whatever opportunities come out of it. And I, I think there already have been a tremendous amount, but, you know, continue going forward. There's going to be a lot more. Absolutely. It'll be uh, exciting to watch. So just to, just to reiterate that and just to add on anyone else who's considering doing this, like just do it. And if you have any other questions, um, please you know, reach out to me. I'm happy to you know discuss it and just share some other tips and tricks to, to get it going, but just do it. Literally, you don't have to have 50 people on the first meetup. You can have one or two or three or anyone, but just do it. Yeah. Again, well said. And I just think there's been plenty of meetups and we'll say clubhouse rooms and whatnot. I'm sure we can all relate where it's a room of less than five or six people. Some of those end up being the best rooms or experiences ever. So, you know, don't be shy. Don't hesitate. And as Yona said, just do it. So... One more big thank you to our team here as well, the Next Level team that includes Rena Guerrero, Aaron Eiler. Fletcher does so much behind the scenes as well. There's so many layers of the Next Level webinar brand that uh, just wouldn't be able to happen without everyone's involvement. So thank you guys. Uh, another big thank you to our sponsor, Cabo Key Real Estate. Cabo Key Real Estate helps their buyers find the right properties in Mexico through the power of education. That's cabokey.com, C-A-B-O. Key, K-E-Y, dot com. And our other sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. You can learn more and apply for Raise Masters at raisemasters.com. All right. And of course, our audience, I know you guys are there. And some of you are going to be hanging out with us for the after party. Looking forward to that. You guys rock. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Adam Carswell. Major shout out to our co-hosts, Fletcher Wheaton. And Yona Weiss was your rock star of the day. Go connect with him. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high quality guests. So once again, thank you. And remember, take it to the next level.